2: Hello and welcome to the complete guide to everything—a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom, and I'm Tim. Tim, you know, I'm not going to ask you how you're doing because uh, it's the same every yeah, week. Horrible.
0: Yeah, nothing new. Life's, um, life's boring. Like, I was going to say life stinks. Life's fine. Life's all right. <laughs> uh,
2: the every week that we've been doing this remote now, uh, we have to like find a way to synchronize the the files. Uh, it's elaborate, uh, but I th- I have a suggestion, which is we should start uh, synchronizing our watches, and then that way we're always on the exact same time, and then that made me think about, how come nobody synchronizes their watches anymore? Because you don't need to. They're all connected to satellites. They're not all connected to satellites. I mean, what, I guess you only why? really what? need... What watch isn't connected to a satellite? Most watches are not connected to satellites. (laughs) Oh, is this a conspiracy thing, Tim?
0: 90% of people that I know tell their time by looking at their phone, right? Yeah. uh, And that's all connected to
2: satellites. Is that how that works? 90% of the people I know tell the time by checking their Rolexes, but I tend to hang out with a more sophisticated crowd.
0: Yeah, you hang out in the, those lounges with big leather chairs. Yeah, I hang out. Smoke cigars.
2: I, I prefer to hang out with a bunch of oilmen. Yeah, and we and talk about like a, oil futures. We talk about oil pass. We get into everything. Reminiscing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, remember when oil used to be uh, so thick you could uh, you could. S- s- Oh, uh, Walk oil. on it. <laughs> the oil of today is the same. They right.
0: They've oh. made...
2: No, they probably got. You know, you got this Castro synthetic oil.
0: Yeah, but oil men don't like synthetic oil, right?
2: No, I bet they they're th-
0: like uh, these hippies think they can come in and make something out of hemp.
2: They, they they throw you right out of one of these lounges. You start talking about synthetic oil.
0: You ever sit in one of those big? Uh, leather chairs for rich people yeah they're comfortable
2: yeah of course they're comfortable that's why rich people buy them
0: yeah are those they can't they're probably very expensive but they're probably not worth that much right in terms of raw material Uh, and they'll be like oh the craftsmanship
2: yeah i was gonna say i imagine it's the the way that they're made that makes them expensive
0: it's not i (laughs) mean it's not what makes it comfortable
2: Mm, yeah i would say it probably is partially what makes it comfortable tim most things nowadays are made like shit not i only buy quality stuff
0: no you don't i pretty much do
2: what do you buy
0: name brand candy bars
2: (laughs) but that's where you're wrong tim the name brand candy bars are actually the worst candy bars well that's not true you want a no-name candy bar. Oh, like an artisanal thing. Yeah. Okay. Where yeah. nobody even no. knows where it came from.
0: When I buy things, Tom, I look to buy things that will last.
2: Yeah. Uh, I spare no expense. Uh, And that applies to candy bars? You buy candy bars that will st- last?
0: A stitch in, ni- in time saves nine, Tom.
2: Well, that's why these these nice chairs are more expensive, Tim, because they're, they're stitching them more. They're putting more stitches yeah. in them. Stitches yeah. cost money. They're not free. Yeah. Nicer I'd leather, like, you know, yeah. from like a, a cow that's nicer.
0: Well, it's fed nicer. Yeah, it's, it's fed better. Nice. It's fed better food.
2: Right. But they still uh, kill it and rip its skin off to make a chair out of it in the end. Yeah. Which probably is. Well, isn't. you got
0: to do what you got to do to make a chair.
2: Hopefully, they kill it before they rip its skin off. I don't know. Maybe there's like really rich guy chairs where it's like, this chair was made out of a live cow.
0: Yeah, but then they're like, no, don't worry. The cow can't feel it. <laughs> like It's, you know, not true. Right. The chair's you know, actually say still like alive.
2: That.
0: Well, that's terrifying. <laughs> a chair full of organs. Um, if they if they're like we used all parts of the cow, not just its uh, hide for uh, the leather <laughs> on the chair, but uh, instead of stuffing, it's got like the cow's <laughs> liver and its uh, stomachs. Does it have a lot of stomachs? Is that yeah? They have
2: they have like five stomachs. Yeah, where like, I hey, went-
0: we've, we've stuffed this with cow's stomachs.
2: Where I went to uh, college, the University of Maryland, they had a cow that you could put your hand inside of. Tom, that is the most perverted thing ever. No, I, not... I don't want to hear about your fraternity initiation. No, not that way. It was you could uh you could it had a hole in the side of it with like a flap for students to look at how like its stomachs worked. Not look at cuz I don't think Anything You would just
0: be like, it's all red and and, and (laughs) troubling in there.
2: Yeah, I guess it was just, it was like you could go and feel in there, which like this cow must have not been into it. Did you put your hand in the cow? No, I wasn't a farming student. Well,
0: Tom, I swear to God, I've heard you tell this story 30 times over the last 10 years. I thought maybe you at least got to put your hand in.
2: No, why would they let me put my hand in? I was a sociology major. They're not going to let me put my hand in. I asked. Sure. There was also, it was right next door to a, um, uh, where they made uh, ice cream on campus. Because hmm. we had a dairy on campus. And let me tell you, pretty good ice cream. Very fresh. Hmm. Great. Yeah,
0: you have a lot of school spirit, Tom. <laughs> Bragging about the homemade ice cream and the cow with a hole in it so you could feel its inter-
2: internal organs. Uh, well, somebody's just jealous because they went to school in the big city and they didn't have uh, all these nice things like a cow with a hole in it that you could feel.
0: Tom, my freshman year, it was 30 paces to the next corner where there was a hot dog store where you could get two hot dogs and and uh, and a uh, juice two dollars and fifty cents it was great
2: oh yeah what was that papaya king
0: it was gray's papaya yeah Yeah. papaya king's
2: another one yeah yeah they should bring that recession special back
0: well they called it the recession special and in the year 2000 i was like (laughs) recession i'll never know what that's (laughs) like yeah what an outdated notion well i'll still take advantage of these low low prices though
2: uh, Let me ask you an unrelated question. When you no, were... I want to
0: stay on this topic. <laughs> Let's talk more about the hole in the cow.
2: Look, I would love to. I wish I uh, knew more about it. I don't know how. I wonder when that cow was like. When they named were. put in such a way? Yeah, when they were like putting the hole in the cow, what the cow thought was going on. Wait, you mean they did it on purpose? Yeah, they did it on purpose. You think they I just thought found this was some, some kind cow of out miracle in the wild?
0: cow? <laughs> No, I thought like they saw something awful happen to a cow, and they were like, "Well, silver lining here. Let's let's uh, let's uh,
2: use it to educate students." You think that they were like midway through slaughtering the cow, and somebody was like, "Wait, wait, wait," and the cow was spared. I, that's they, my only, lover. They had only gotten in the three cuts to make a flap before uh, the execution was was paused. What was your question? Oh, when you were a kid, did you ever get the impression that you weren't supposed to know your parents' first names?
0: (laughs) No. Why? Did they yell at you when you... No, I just
2: always got the impression, like, when anybody, like, called your parent by their first name or talked about your parent by their first name, that was, like, a secret to kids.
0: Hmm. No, but... I wasn't, like, you were always, like, looking to, I don't know. You were a little stinker, or you were, like, a little too proud of yourself, I think. What? I you think didn't you know like, me
2: when I was a kid.
0: I know, but I've heard a lot of stories from you <laughs> that, like, you were always trying to, like, uh, prove how smart you were and, like, be a sleuth and stuff. I didn't so have I could to see prove you it. Everybody like, knew. Here, Here's what, look, here's something I don't know, and I found it out. So they must have been trying to keep it from me. And I am so clever for finding it out. I'm one of the smartest boys
2: who ever lived. Well, I I do distinctly remember one time, for some reason, I got really into the idea of having a guinea pig. And uh, I bought a, I was able to buy a book about guinea pigs. Now, maybe I just got it from the library. I think I'm... No. Look, I'll find out and i'll return next week to tell you okay. if i got it from the library or if i bought it but i had this book about guinea pigs that i was reading a lot and a lot of it was about uh guinea pig uh breeding mm-hmm. you know like how to breed your own guinea pigs and stuff and this is uh, a book for children how to breed your own guinea pigs
0: yeah i mean i guess if it was a book from like the 50s they they pulled no punches in those books and they were I like yeah farm kids will breed their own animals it's fine
2: I don't think it was for kids. I think it was for uh, the, the general audience. Okay. But, if um, I saw
0: an adult uh, logging home with a, a, a <laughs> guinea pig book, steer clear.
2: It was about like how to take care of a guinea I think my parents got it for me to be like, look, we're going to buy you a book about like what you'd have to do to take care of a guinea pig, and that's going to dissuade you from wanting a guinea pig. Mm-hmm. Um, Did it? No, and it, all it did was um, I confused the term breeding with breastfeeding. And I would tell it's people natural. I was reading a book about guinea pig breastfeeding. And that had to have been hugely embarrassing to my parents.
0: Yeah, almost as embarrassing as their son knowing their first names.
2: Tim, this week, uh, you know, there's an episode that pains me to have to do, to have to cover this, but also I'm shocked that we've never talked about it before. Uh, it was announced uh, just this week that uh, uh, Segways, Segway personal transportation devices, will no longer be manufactured. Do you think those two things are related? What to that uh, that we've never talked about it and they didn't and take then off
0: suddenly and suddenly they go out of business.
2: right. Well, so maybe this episode can be kind of like a rallying cry and people would be like, yeah, let's support Segway because we brought uh, awareness and attention to it. And part of that, Tim, part of that awareness and attention to it could be us buying an official complete guide to everything Segway. For only four hundred and fifteen dollars and ninety nine cents on Amazon with free Prime shipping.
0: You were trying to convince me, I think earnestly earlier this week, to use the funds from this business from from you know the the modest money that we make from doing this show. Mm-hmm. You were just like, oh, we should get a Segway, and yeah, company Segway
2: for what? For getting around, Tim.
0: Actually, Tom, we you know in in normal times mm-hmm. we record at your apartment, right? If we were gonna get a company Segway, I got news for you, Tom. I'd be the one riding it from my house to your house <laughs> and then yeah. back. That's the only legitimate use that we'd have for it.
2: Yeah, but when you come over to record, you have a few beers and I would be like, uh ah, ah, ah. no, I'm I'm going to hold on to your Segway there, pal. You're no way. you're too drunk to drive it.
3: Not
2: you'll get truth. it you'll get it back next week."
0: No, cuz you can freaking you can uh you can operate a Segway drunk, right?
2: No. It's not against the <laughs> law uh it probably is it probably is covered under the same law where you like There's can't no motor ride a bike it. it's
0: it's a yeah, gyroscope but you can't,
2: it, there is a motor in it <laughs> the gyroscope.
0: Tom, tom i hate to do this but i'm pulling rank have you ever ridden a Segway?
2: oh you son of a bitch tim how dare you how dare you bring this up so soon no, I haven't ridden a, written a Segway, Tim, and I guess now I never will, especially because my business partner won't let me use the business funds to to buy a Segway for the company to use, which honestly would probably lead us to even more profit.
1: Hmm,
0: when you put it that way. A lot I'm of proving this expense.
2: A lot of the oil men that I hang out with uh, at these lounges, Tim, they all have Segways. That's how they get there. And they mm. d- just talk about how time is money, and segway save time, and and you know it, it's a, a business expense, and nece- but a necessary one. Tom, I think we need to take
0: a step back here,
2: uh huh, and, and put it we- to a vote uh, amongst our listeners whether or not we should buy a company Segway.
0: Tom. You see, they're stopped. They've stopped making yeah. the, the segue. So Hold it's on. urgent, Tim. It's urgent.
2: Time is of the essence.
0: That's not what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying: They did it because there's lack of interest. Because nobody buys them. Many people probably they're not a as old as us, and b into the stupid things we're in. Maybe take a step back and explain to our Gen Z oh. listeners. <laughs> what a segue is my my fellow gen z uh brothers and sisters uh Uh, you know what a segue is i know because i hang out with you but i think the rest of the gen z they they don't know
2: so the segue as popularized by uh paul blart mall cop and
0: oh they do know it because of paul blart
2: and i don't know does a 20 year old know what paul (laughs) blart is who Paul Blart is? Tim, how dare you? They don't even know. Uh, and uh, like,
0: uh, Excuse me. They say on TikTok, uh, excuse me, what is a Paul
2: Blart? That's what they say. I can see you've been watching a lot of TikTok videos. You know all the TikTok memes now.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm on TikTok all day. It's what we do.
2: Um. Also popularized by the character Job in Arrested Development.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: also popularized by, like, actual mall cops. But I guess nobody, especially Gen Z, they don't go to malls. Um, nah. It is a device that it's it's basically the grandfather of the modern-day, well, I guess not even modern-day, the hoverboards that were, like, a fad a few years ago.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Man, those really, uh... Remember out. Remember when it was, like, everywhere you went? Was it because you couldn't bring them on a plane or a subway? <laughs>
2: Uh, I think you could bring them on a subway. I think it was just planes you couldn't. You couldn't ride them around on a subway. Yeah, but
0: guess what? I saw some teens that were being real cool about that. Well, yeah. T- flouting that.
2: Of course, that's part of being a teen. Tim is riding a hoverboard uh, against the rules. Yeah. A Segway yeah, is similar to that. It had two wheels, has two wheels. They still exist, even if they're not making more of them. Two wheels... And then a long pole with handles. And you step onto the two wheels. The two wheels are parallel to each other. And you hang on to that, uh, to that pole. And all you have to do to make it go is lean. And it, and it naturally responds to your leaning while using a gyroscope to keep you upright so that you don't fall over. That is what a Segway is. Uh, the original Segway was uh let me uh refer to my notes here uh i think it was about seven thousand dollars to buy it which yeah uh and it could go 12 and a half miles per hour and it had a 24 mile range and it was uh kind of pitched as like a uh a replacement for walking so not necessarily- for the city of the future
0: and and universities. They said for some reason. I think they were just targeting right because that was the main thing. Yeah. they were like, "Oh, this will this will revolutionize the way that people get around university campuses." Did they do that just to try to trick a bunch of uh, colleges and universities into buying a bunch of these things at seven thousand dollars a piece? Uh,
2: maybe I think it's probably. Uh, because, like, no colleges did that. Like, what college would be like, we're going to buy all of our students segways.
0: No, but, like, at some point, they probably thought, like, all right, who has a lot of money?
2: I think it was probably, like, what is a place where people have to walk often and somewhat long distances sometimes? Mm-hmm. And that that's a college campus. Like, I don't know of other places besides like a you know if you work for like a big company that has a campus uh aside from that like where what you... about a
0: farm when you're going out into the fields, well Tom?
2: the fields aren't paved tim you can't go into the fields right in a segue you could if you got one of the later models that they introduced for off-roading but not the yeah. the regular ones um and the idea was that this would be a device that you could use outside and inside because it was only about as wide as your shoulders, like a little bit wider than your shoulders. So it had about the same footprint as a person. Um, And I remember like the commercials and stuff. It would show this guy like, you know, leaving his apartment in a Segway, going down the hallway, getting in an elevator, going downstairs, going out of his building, going down the street, everybody waving, saying, hey, Segway guy, Uh, him giving a lot of high fives. He gets to his office. You know the doorman says right this way and lets him in, and he rides a Segway right to his uh, right to his desk, and then he gets to work making s- designs for new Segways, presumably.
0: Yeah, I mean in the future everybody it's it's a it's an entirely Segway based economy.
2: Yeah. Uh, now the reason one of the reasons why I have such I a- ask you a question. Hold yeah. on,
0: real quick. Do you think the reason it didn't the Segway never caught on is because when people ride it their pant legs would so often get caught in the wheels and it would pull down their pants and everybody <laughs> saw them in their underwear
2: tim just because the segway is no longer going to be manufactured does that mean you can come on here and slander their good name that is not a, a common problem that the segway had
0: I've, I've I've heard I've heard differently. I've heard that was a pretty widespread problem. Well,
2: maybe if you're wearing uh JNCO jeans or something, something well, this thing
0: came out in 2001, Tom.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, why do you think you don't see Jenko jeans that much anymore?
0: <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. Too you know uh, what were you saying?
2: Too many tragic pantsings. <laughs> um the the reason one of the reasons why I became very interested in this device was because in 2001 before it was like unveiled a leak came out for a uh the somebody wrote a book about the Segway as it was being made and I don't know if they if it was their pitch or it was just like the publishing houses like uh marketing materials or something for it leaked early and there was intense media Interest in what this thing actually was because all it was was this guy, Dean Kamen. W- it was the inventor. TV's Superman on uh, <laughs> Lewis and Clark. You're thinking of Dean Kane. Dean Kamen, who, uh, wh- why is this the one thing that I didn't look up? Um, he
0: was, Tom, he was born in Rockville Center, in New York.
2: Oh, that's right near us. Yeah. um We should make a pilgrimage. I mean, I'll probably drive by the next time I go home. Um, He invented uh, uh, the first drug infusion pump. Um, And and his company holds patents for the technology used in portable dialysis machines, an insulin pump, and an all-terrain electric wheelchair known as the iBot using many of the same gyroscopic balancing technologies that later made their way into Segway. So this guy worked on, um, uh, whoa. He is also the co-inventor of a compressed air device that would launch a human into the air in order to quickly launch SWAT teams or other emergency workers to the roofs of tall and accessible buildings.
0: Did was that ever used in practice? Uh, it's like a, a short-term rocketeer situation.
2: Yeah, I don't know. The The headline for it is DARPA plots emergency man cannon.
0: <laughs> you know, Dean Kamen, the, the the inventor of the man cannon.
2: <laughs> the emergency man cannon. To be clear, this man cannon should not be used for commuting or pleasure trips. Only in... Holy cow. Now I'm looking at the, the patent uh, like uh, illustration for it. This thing looks crazy. Uh, it looks like basically a a version of a uh, like the way the human cannonball works at a circus but just without the thing inside of it showing you uh, or the thing on the outside the cannon itself on the outside. Hmm. Um you know what else? Uh... It could launch a man to the top of a five-story building in less than two seconds. I would imagine... How
0: do, how would you, how do you calibrate that? How do you land correctly? <laughs> how does it know when to stop shooting the man into the air? <laughs> um, I don't how know. does it know when you've reached the roof, and how do you know that it's <laughs>
2: not too soon? Yeah, I mean, the thing about it being an emergency man cannon... For like firefighters and stuff is this doesn't seem like the kind of thing you would want to rush while you're using it. <laughs> and just yeah. kinda and just kinda eyeball.
0: I could see a firefighter needing to get to the to a roof, but like also then you probably have this like eighty thousand dollar piece of equipment strapped to your back, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like you can then like break through the the roof and rescue the people there. Wait,
2: what's strapped to his back? The man cannon. No, the man cannon just launches. Oh, it's on him. the ground. Oh.
0: Yeah, I, w- I was thinking of it as a as a rocketeer situation. No,
2: no, no. It's not, to be clear, the man cannon is not a rocket pack. Okay, it Much is disappointing. Well, you weren't listening to a goddamn word I said when I, I, was, exp- when I was explaining. No. It was like I want to know why? the human cannonball.
3: Yeah,
0: I was. I was uh remarking to myself about mm-hmm. how uh in nineteen in the nineteen nineties Dean Dean Kamen uh looked like an off brand Tom Hanks of the time.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I can see it. are you looking at this picture of him with Clinton?
0: Yeah, and the one under it too. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. you know, he looks like uh you know <laughs> like an impersonator that would show up at a at a party. A Tom yeah. Hanks impersonator you would be like, eh, "I guess I kind of see it."
2: He lives in a uh, a hex- hexagonal shed style mansion that is that has been dubbed Westwind.
0: Wait, a shed style mansion? That doesn't that that's <laughs> not fair. You can't say that.
2: Oh, it that refers to uh, the style of architecture that makes use of single sloped roofs. Okay. So that's why it's considered a shed style.
0: Anyway, Tom, before we were talking about Shed Mansions, Man Cannons, and Tom Hanks, what were you saying about segways?
2: Oh, I mean, I'm just, I'm so interested in this Man Cannon now. Can we just do an episode about the Man Cannon? We'll do that next week. <laughs> um... I it doesn't look like I'll have to do somebody some... wants to hear you learn about the man cannon in real time well I don't care if they want to hear it or not it's what I want to do right now I just want to learn more about the man cannon so I don't even know if they made a real man cannon or not or if it's just I, a, I, a flight of fancy them. they might Tom, have made it
0: Tom if they made a man cannon the NYPD would have 50 of them <laughs>
2: they <laughs> launching them into people's windows.
0: Yeah, we would have seen it already. They would have been like, "Oh, a thing we can buy it."
2: Oh, it's real expensive. Okay. Um, the the so this this book pitch leaked, and it was all just full of. It didn't say what the segue was. They called but, it the thing. No, they called it it or ginger. Oh. Uh, ginger was its code name. Hmm. Is that why you inf- named your dog Ginger? No, I didn't name my dog Ginger. I mean, my dog's name is Ginger, but I didn't <laughs> name her. The The place that I got her from named her, and then afterwards I found out that they just made up that name, but I guess all names are just made up, so it's Maybe fine Maybe she now. just
0: doesn't want you to know her name.
2: <laughs> Maybe. Um, so the, the book, the, the, I remember uh, two big things in the book were that um, – or three, that they said uh, it was carried into uh like a a, a presentation room or whatever like a boardroom in just a single duffel bag and could be assembled within like uh I don't know ten seconds or something, and that the first time it turned on that Jeff Bezos gave a huge honking laugh, his signature honking laugh. Apparently he laughs like, ha <laughs> ha. Like the penguin, yeah, kinda now, the penguin has a quacking laugh,,
0: mm. <laughs> quack, 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 quack.
2: um, yeah, so that was his reaction, uh <laughs> Steve Jobs said, uh that he thought it was gonna be as big of a deal as the personal computer, but then later said it quote sucked. <laughs>
0: Steve Jobs often played both sides. Like oh, that.
2: absolutely! Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch this thing as like the the most revolutionary thing ever. So then, if it becomes that, I look like even more of a genius. But if it doesn't, I'll be like, that thing sucks. It's a piece of shit. I knew it was shit. Um, and John Doe, who was a uh, originally a salesman at uh, Intel. Uh, and left Intel to become an investor and invested in a bunch of companies very early, including Google and Amazon. Maybe you've heard of him. Uh, he's worth uh, almost $8 billion right now. Good and, for him. And he said that this was... Uh, a great so, man. So this is a guy who, again, he was a salesman at Intel, came from that to... to be a billionaire uh, uh, investor in Google, Amazon, a bunch of other companies.
0: Yeah, you just mentioned that two (laughs) seconds ago.
2: He said, I want to drive home this point, Tim. Yes, I've heard this. I've heard of those companies. He said, after he saw Ginger slash It, this is more important than the internet.
0: Well, this guy's an idiot. He should be stripped of his eight, $8 billion dollars.
2: Well, I guess in fairness, that was before he was worth eight billion dollars. He He's probably yeah. like, "This is more important than the internet, the thing I've made tens of millions of dollars from." Yeah, <laughs> I bet if you asked him now, he'd be like, "Nah, the internet. Yeah, that was that was a much bigger thing." Yeah, look at look at how rich it made me. It made me so rich I have my own personal man cannon.
0: Tom, okay, I have a question. Yeah. Do you remember a few years ago when Neil Young was coming out with the Pono device?
2: Yeah, the the audio player.
0: Yeah. And he was just like, "Oh, music has become so degraded the way that people listen to it through yeah. you know, their phones and uh yeah. iPods. You know, the quali- yeah, the, the, the quality, compressed just MP3s, shit. yeah. And I've invented this device." mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And uh, it's a portable device and and you listen to music on it and it restores music to its original glory and it sounds different and you can, you can tell the difference. Yeah. And And then he brought it around to all these like famous musicians and rock stars Uh of today um, and like made a, a compilation video of all of them like listening to it and then like either like taking off the headphones or like getting out of the car that they were listening to it in and like all these big famous relevant musicians and rock stars were all like wow yeah that is life-changing but it was clear they were just doing it because Neil Young was a nice guy and a friend and kind of like do you think Bezos and Steve Jobs and this other evil billionaire do you think they were all like Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's bigger than the Internet. It's going to be it's going to be the biggest thing uh, ever in in technology history. And then like much like Dave Grohl, when he was walking away from Neil Young, was like (laughs) this fucking guy. Yeah, right. Looks like a
2: Toblerone. I don't think people did that because Neil Young is a nice guy. I think they were probably afraid of Neil Young being mean to them (laughs) that like if they were like, I don't know. I guess it sounds a little better. He would like snatched the headphones out, and be like, "What do you know, you dumb shithead?"
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and and it's like storm
2: off his weird
0: like twelve foot frame hunched <laughs> over them. Yeah,
2: <laughs> are you listening? Do you like it?
0: <laughs> I love Neil Young. Neil Young is my favorite person ever. <laughs> me me that too. That Pono. Even I, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't uh, foolish enough to, to, to pick up one of those things
2: um you can pick them up a lot cheaper nowadays
0: Mm. can you buy the music for it
2: uh i from neil (laughs) you have to go to neil young's house to load any music onto it (laughs) but uh but he'll, he'll be happy to do it for you
0: he'd be happy to do it for you but then you'd have to like sit through a few hours of him talking about uh how compression is is rewiring our brains and that's why we're all sick
2: Yeah. Also, I don't know why my Neil Young impression was uh, like a James Stewart. Do you
3: like it? Do you like the Pono? Oh, I knew you'd like it. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. All right. So all
2: that hype was happening around the Segway and nobody knew what it was. And then finally... Uh, December third, two thousand one, in Bryant Park, New York City, Manhattan. December
0: third, on... two thousand one. Yeah.
2: In New York City. Yeah. So we were still reeling, Tim, and this was a a a, a, a bright spot in the in the lives of New Yorkers. I it, remember it, was, it. It was yeah. light at the end of the tunnel. Um, That's when I was
0: finally shaken from my my shock and my stupor.
2: Right. And you were shaken by the introduction of a whole new world, which was the the unveiling of the segue on Good Morning America. I remember I think I like no, I don't know what happened. I guess I would have been in school at the time, but I remember like watching this live, like getting up early to watch Good Morning America, like, oh, finally, we're going to learn about Ginger slash it. Can I can I tell you something? What?
0: You're acting like this is something that swept the nation, <laughs> that people had ginger fever in 2001. Um, first of all, you fell for all the marketing where it's like, what is it? Yeah. Oh, it will be revealed. Steve Jobs said, it is revolutionary. Jeff Bezos cackled like a madman, right? Like, you bought into that. But we were friends... This is kind of like the 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 beginning ish of our friendship right
2: yeah, when we were in college together
0: and i uh I heard not you were the only person I heard stuff about this from like you would send me like long emails about like the latest developments and clues as to what it was um, they should have, like it wasn't should like have anybody, I was having those conversations with anybody else.
2: They should have licensed uh, that song from Faith No More. Epic? Yeah. What is it? And then they would show it. Yeah. That would, have, that would have made it. They should have played that on Good Morning America. The audience would have loved it. <laughs> um, so you set your alarm. I set my alarm and I watched it. And I had reasonable expectations. Some people thought this was going to be a jetpack. Much in mm-hmm. the w- much in the way you confuse an emergency man cannon with a jetpack. Well, I um, think
0: people were like, "Well, he's done the man cannon. What's next?"
2: <laughs> no, he hadn't done the man cannon yet. The man cannon was after. No. Oh. Um,
0: Tom, I visited the set of Good Morning America a year earlier, mm-hmm. um, for a much more monumental occasion. David Blaine frozen in time. Oh, nice! When yeah, he was when put he's put into the ice block.
2: Yeah, man. Good Morning love... America used to be such a good show. They would they would do <laughs> things like that. Put a yeah. man in ice, reveal a new invention, <laughs> like it... it's
0: just about the news and the pandemic. Yeah, it, the if,
2: if there was a morning, um, a morning news show where it's like every day we're gonna have a new, uh crazy feat of strength. <laughs> Or endurance, or or some kind of a stunt, or like a really cool magic trick, or we're gonna reveal a new. In-
0: <laughs> if there was a news show that had a really cool magic trick every day, <laughs> I yeah. mean, like the Today Show used to have a monkey. I guess that's kind yeah, of bring yeah. Bring it back, and then yeah.
2: and then after the break, we'll we'll unveil a new invention as we do every every day here on <laughs> on the the best news show that's ever existed. And that was it. It Does a half-hour news show, and those are the two things they do every day.
0: I think John Krasinski, uh, is gonna sue you for that idea, Tom.
2: (sighs) No, his. I don't. Nobody ever
0: got frozen in ice on that. Exactly. I don't want to hear about
2: good news. Look, I want to hear if if one of these feats of endurance goes sideways, they got to report on it. They have to get on there the next day and uh, you know somberly say it is it is our. Uh, duty to inform you that uh the man you saw yesterday that we loaded into the man cannon (laughs) unfortunately never came down they uh,
0: calibrated (laughs) that thing wrong
2: (laughs) we we gave it too much power we we don't know where that man went uh but we fear the worst um
0: (laughs) do you think we'll ever shoot somebody into the sky so with so much force that they'll
2: never come down. No, because if you did that, they would, uh, you know, think about a rocket ship, Tim. Like, if you shot somebody from a catapult or something, they would just get, like, flattened before they even got launched.
0: No, if they came up with different technology
2: yeah maybe if they had like a man cannon that was like i don't know thousands of feet tall so it could yeah. like ramp up to that speed, yeah I don't yeah. know, but then I you gotta mean, find if the if first if person that wants to get launched into space,
0: Tom, if you put a, uh, an ad and said, Would somebody like to be shot into the atmosphere where th- what where they will disintegrate mm-hmm. within twenty four hours you'd get thousands. <laughs> Of People begging. Yeah, yeah. I'd,
2: I'd like to be shot to the atmosphere right about now. That would <laughs> be an improvement to things. Um, so that was the big unveiling. They they started selling segues the next year. Like I said, they were $8,000, $7,000. Um, the guy who wrote the book about uh, the codename Ginger, Steve Kemper. I don't know why he wrote this book. He has two other books and they're both like uh, historical nonfiction. Mm. but anyway uh i'm sure he made a i think he got like a huge advance for that book so good for him he uh he really uh pulled one over on them they did this thing that i find so
0: fascinating what's that and it's it's because a book is a failure right the book was called code name ginger Colin, mm-hmm. the story behind Segway and Dean Kamen's quest to invent a, a new world. Yeah. And then the paperback edition was called Reinventing the Wheel. Right. They changed the name of the
2: book for well, the paperback release? I think that the hardcover might have come out before the like the Segway itself came out or like it came out as it was revealed or something. Yeah, but so, what? Yeah, so what? Once people knew what the Segway was, once they had swept the nation, they knew it as the Segway, not as Codename Ginger. Yeah, but
0: then it says the story behind Segway.
2: Yeah, well, Is they the changed the subtitle. It because now it wasn't about the secret anymore, it was about how it's changing everybody's lives currently. No, it was the same book. They just changed the, instead of a I hard know, cover. But it's a paperback. Society had changed. Society had started becoming Segway centric.
0: I recall, yeah.
2: Um, actually, Tim, unfortunately, uh, a relatively small number of Segways were ever sold. Uh, the estimates are about 140,000 units were sold.
0: That's more than I expected. Like, wait, really? Over of- like
2: 20 years? Oh, I thought you meant like of that first No, model. like ever. Jesus. <laughs> Cuz um, they came down in price too, right? Yeah, I mean maybe maybe it is uh, maybe it is just that first model because it does say uh however the se- yeah, I yeah, I'm wrong. Cause then it does say however the Segway PT only made up 1.5% of total company profit. Huh. That so, was
0: yeah. the uh, the special model that was half Segway, half PT Cruiser. <laughs>
2: right. Well, you have to remember, Tim, that PT Cruisers were also sweeping the nation at the mm-hmm. time. Uh, yeah, Tim, Segways did later come down in price. In fact, there's a Segway right now that's only $415.99, and it's available with free Prime shipping.
0: Sorry, Tom. Cannot authorize this Now, let,
2: let me be clear. This segue that I'm talking about uh, is more akin to a hoverboard. Oh, well, then why would we want that? Because, listen, you idiot, I'm not done talking. It's got bars that go up to your knees, but you can also buy an accessory for only six, $60 that, look, you know what? I'll buy the i'll i'll spring for the sixty dollar accessory that adds a handlebar to it and makes it a full on Segway. Mm, okay. You can also buy a kit that will turn it into a go kart. So there's something I, for if everyone. You could
0: buy a kit that would turn it into a kit. Then then I'd be on board. Why don't they're, they? They're kinda they invent a freaking Night Rider instead of this? trash
2: there kind of is something like that tim there's a version of this uh, uh segway mini pro it's called that the top part instead of being like a knee bar for your knees um it's a robot hmm. and then it can you know just walk around okay. and be
0: like hello tim what does it do is it s- smart does it have, like
2: <laughs> <laughs> you sounded scared when you is it smart
0: Yeah, I mean, the last thing you want is a a robot that can think like a smart human.
2: Yeah, well, especially if it can get around on its own.
0: Yeah, exactly. And
2: you can't can't even knock it over because guess what? It's got a gyroscope inside of it. But it can knock you over because it knows you don't have a gyroscope.
0: Before we know it, he'll be loading us all into man cannons, (laughs) shooting us into space.
2: Enter the man cannon. (laughs) We must perfect the man cannon. Um, so the the reason w- there are a few reasons, oh, I also want to say first that uh this guy Dean Kamen, the inventor, he invented before this uh this thing called the iBot wheelchair, which um is crazy. It's basically like uh it, it, I mean, it's a wheelchair, but it can it has like a like a triangle of wheels. It has like three wheels on every side a on tricycle? both sides. No, three wheels shaped like a triangle. My on both friends,
0: th- this man claims to be an <laughs> innovator. It seems what he's done is invented the tricycle.
2: Uh, yeah, well, then he would come back and show you the man cannon. and you'd be like, well, <laughs> yeah, I guess nobody's invented that. <laughs> the So the wheels were in a triangle on both sides, and they could stack you know, the whole thing could kind of extend, it's hard to describe, and stack the wheels on top of each other. So you could be in a wheelchair, but you could rise up to standing height because it was able to balance on those two wheels. You could also... I'm
0: looking at a picture of him with uh, Slick Willie in the the Oval Office.
2: You could also use this wheelchair um, going backwards to go upstairs because the the three-wheel design, it could kind of like turn...
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So you could uh, uh, go upstairs in a wh- so like a wheelchair that let you go upstairs and also stand at full standing height. Uh, that's huge. Like that, that makes things way more accessible.
0: Yeah. If he and he invented that and brought that to market in. 1996, or something,
2: yeah, but I've never seen one of those things
0: exactly. It didn't I not imag- work.
2: it was vaporware, Tom. No, it probably worked. I imagine maybe like the battery didn't last long, or it was like insanely expensive. But the thing was, there was all this uh hype and and uh predictions around what ginger/slash/it would be. And meanwhile, it turned out it was like, oh, it's just kind of like a version of this wheelchair that he's already shown off, which in hindsight uh, made a lot of sense. And to be fair, a lot of people at the time even were like, oh, it's probably something like this yeah. just for people that uh, don't necessarily need a wheelchair. But anyway, Tim.
0: He was like, forget the disabled. I'm going to sell to the able bodied. Yeah. Four of them. This came in as a. Is uh, at his heart a businessman.
2: Of course, Tim. He didn't. You think he bought a shed-style mansion by giving things away? No. uh th- so segways became really big. Uh, people started playing segway polo, including uh, Steve Wozniak, aka Woz, the co-creator uh, of Apple computers and all-around really cool guy. Boyfriend of Kathy Griffin? They broke up, I don't know, a decade ago. (laughs) But when I was looking up Segway Polo, um, there were uh, a bunch of pictures of him and Kathy Griffin. So she did go to some of his Segway Polo games. Nice. The um, Segway Polo uh, started having a World Cup that they named the Waz Cup, which is kind of weird. Like, I don't know. It's fine if he was, like, putting up all the money, but if it was just we're going to name it after the most famous guy that plays Segway Polo, then that's lame. Um But they still played. The, Maybe he was the best player. So it was like, no, it was like horse Polo, but with Segways instead. So you'd still have the mallet and the balls, but he'd be on a Segway instead of, uh, you know, terrorizing a horse. Um They had a World Cup as recently as 2019. Presumably the 2021 was canceled because of everything going on. That's why they went under. In 2019, 12 teams competed. Uh, Barbados won. Uh, Germany came in second. And then Sweden came in uh, third. So it was a real international crew.
0: Cool. How many people are on the teams?
2: I think five. I think it's five v five.
0: Okay, so there's 60 people that participated. <laughs> let's let's not uh, but let's that's, not go nuts and act like this is something that's sweeping the the world.
2: What would you do if you were at the airport and you saw a bunch of guys get onto the plane? They all had segways. You'd be like, "Whoa, this is going to be a cool flight." <laughs> no, they can't do anything. They yeah, they could take them out. They could ride up and down the aisles if they wanted to.
0: Mm. I would be I would be worried about somebody carrying on something so heavy uh, that they could <laughs> bludgeon someone to death with. Is that what happened? Too many people were committing murders by uh, bludgeoning people to no. death with the Segway.
2: No, Tim, they don't want you bringing real heavy things on the plane because the plane has to fly in the air. Yeah, but they
0: let you put things in a
2: in a suitcase. Yeah, one suitcase.
0: Yeah, one Segway.
2: <laughs> well, the Segway I imagine you would have to bring in uh into the cabin because it has big batteries in it.
0: Right. And you can bludgeon someone with it.
2: Sure. Th- I mean, that's not why they would have allowed it.
0: No, um, but that's what that's why I would have been scared. You asked how what, how I would have reacted, I would have been terrified.
2: Um Segway started falling on hard times a few years ago. Because they got this new owner. Uh, Are you
0: getting choked up, Tom?
2: <laughs> a little bit, Tim, because they got this new owner, and unfortunately, he died on a Segway.
0: Oh, yeah. He uh, he Segwayed right off a cliff or something, right?
2: Yeah, he Segwayed right off a cliff, which is... Uh, That's terrible. Not good for sales, I would imagine, not good either. for
0: sales, and not good for their for you know, that's a, it's a terrible way to, to die.
2: Uh, his name was uh, Jimmy Heseldon, um, who actually, like when I was looking him up, a uh, fascinating guy. So he's English. He was English. Uh, he died in 10 years ago, uh, 2010.
0: Choked up again.
2: Sorry. Uh The way he got rich, rich enough to buy not only a Segway, all the Segways, he uh, dropped out of school at 15 to become a miner. I mean, he okay. was a miner, but then he also became a miner. Right. Um. He uh did that for a while, but then there was a big mining strike in England in uh, 1984. So he's like, I gotta do uh. something else so he invented uh these things called uh hesco bastions and what this is
0: i don't like this inventor scene
2: (laughs) well you're not gonna like this new tv show that i'm pitching (laughs) well you can tune in for the magic trick and then you can turn (laughs) off after the first commercial break uh hesco bastions which were collapsible wire mesh container w- uh, with heavy duty fabric liner that he invented as a way to uh, like shore up uh, uh, like uh, areas prone to flooding. Mm-hmm. Basic, basically, this is like a gigantic sandbag. However, what people found was why are you telling what? What, what is listen, this story about? Okay, what people found was. That this thing was actually great for war. It was great for soldiers because they could just bring all these flat packed wire mesh bags, basically huge bags. These bags are like five and a half feet tall and pop them up and dump a bunch of sand in them. And now they had like a huge like concrete barricade, not concrete, but like the same weight and density almost as concrete. So they could very quickly, like, make a perimeter with these things, and that would keep, you know, like, uh, bullets or bombs or missiles or or cars or tanks from, you know, coming in. Tanks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, a tank. I don't think they were primarily worried about tanks. They could hear tanks coming. (laughs) But bullets, you can't hear bullets coming.
0: No, not till it's too late.
2: Exactly. Um, so he invented that, and that made him a very rich man with all the big wars uh, happening. And um, uh, then he bought a Segway. And then he was riding it. Like
0: a- you know, we need to get a war profiteer into. <laughs> I mean, to to in fairness, company.
2: he wasn't designing weapons. He was devi- designing defense
0: things. Designing women.
2: <laughs> he wasn't Designing Women.
0: So he's watching Designing Women oh, he, on CBS. Sure, maybe he <laughs> That's was. That's when he got
2: the idea. Um, He, uh, yeah, he died on his Segway, they believe, because um he was, like, out on a trail. And somebody up ahead was walking a dog, a dog walker. Mm-hmm. And he classic
0: ba- dog walker situation.
2: He backed up to make room for them to get through. And he backed up off a cliff and, and fell off the cliff. The thing that was confusing to me, and it made a little more sense the more I looked into it, is I'm like, all right, well, like he was missing, and then they found his body. I'm like, but he pe- like the dog walker passed him. Did the dog walker see a guy fall off a cliff and just go like eh, none of my business? Um, but apparently the dog walker was like pretty far away when he saw this guy back up. So Mm -hmm. he was like, "Oh, I, you know, I noticed, I was like, "Oh, I don't see where he went, but I guess he didn't hear anything or whatever. Mm -hmm. No foul play was suspected. Mm -hmm. Although initially people thought there might've been. And, uh, the segue was cleared of all charges.
0: Is that a joke?
2: Well, yes and no. The Segway, they they said the Segway had nothing to do with it. Okay. I mean, I guess it had something to do with it. He was riding it at the time, but it was like he, it it was no different. It didn't malfunction or anything. Right. And it was kind of no different than if he had just backed up on his feet, not looking behind him. Um, This brought me to, on Wikipedia, there's an article of just all like... um, uh, I forget how they put it. It was like interesting de- or, or uh, unusual deaths, unique deaths. Uh, the first one was uh, I, I. There were so many, so I didn't look at them all. First one was uh, Draco of Athens. Draco, an Athenian lawmaker. This is during uh, you know uh, Roman times. Uh, he was reportedly smothered to death by gifts of cloaks and hats showered upon him by appreciative citizens at a theater. So I feel
0: like that's something that that's history rewritten, where, like, you know, when uh, they, uh, what's his face? Uh, David Carradine died, <laughs> and they were like, no, no, he was attacked by ninjas. Yeah, who made it like, look
2: like he accidentally autoerotic asphyxiated himself to death.
0: Yeah, I feel like... That guy probably did something real bad, and they were like, no, he was so beloved, actually, that people...
2: <laughs> that he died through because through of his,
0: hats. Yeah, the hats that uh, a grateful nation bestowed upon him.
2: Yeah, and I feel like in, in like ancient Greece, you don't see a lot of hats, like big, heavy hats,
0: right? No. Well, no, nah, I don't know.
2: Cloaks, maybe, sure. Um, and then the other one that I saw was uh, Kenneth Pinion, who He died from injuries caused by anal sex with a stallion. All right. Well, you got to admit, that's an unusual way to go. Uh, he only owned the company for nine months before he died.
0: Uh, that's... Now, you said that kind of led to their initial downfall?
2: That's what I think. Like, I mean, well, they also said that, uh, like, uh, people seeing Usain Bolt and George W. Bush fall off them. Also yeah. made people kind of like, so it's like you saw people fall off them. Very, very famous people. Um, and then you hear that the guy who owns the company fell off a cliff riding one. So yeah. it's like, ah, things expensive and sounds dangerous. I'll pass. But like I said, right now they're $415.99 with free Amazon Prime shipping. So really, I, I imagine they pay for themselves pretty quickly if you bought one for a company.
0: Tom, are those available at tcgte.com slash Amazon?
2: They they might, in fact, be available at... Uh, if I order it through that link, would that change your mind? If
0: you get it shipped to my address...
2: Why the hell would I do that? It's my idea.
0: But I need it to for the company.
2: You don't need it for the company yet. Well, what do you need it for the company for? Getting back and forth between the living room and the office here, Tam. Imagine how much quicker we could have started tonight if I was able to segue my way Tom, in.
0: You wouldn't know the first thing about riding that thing. Get ship it to an experienced <laughs> segway rider.
2: Look, we should probably to... just get two, and then we can mm. we can start another podcast called like Segway Tonight.
0: Oh, write it off.
2: Yeah, and then it's just the two of us riding Segways and, you know, catching up. I'm in. Every night. Every night at midnight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we need to have a Literally time. asking for trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, we need to leave enough time to uh, get enough sleep before we wake up in the morning and have our magic show (laughs) and inventor
2: showcase yeah of course i'm not gonna miss that i mean i'll tivo it but you know even then maybe i tivo
0: you're not gonna be the host of that show
2: oh i would love to be the host of that show tim but i wouldn't presume we're
0: developing this together oh i
2: no i don't i don't want to be involved i just want to watch it
0: yeah all right
2: that's all i'm interested in i mean of course i'd love to be involved i have a (laughs) lot i would love to meet more magicians and inventors. Uh, I, don't I barely think you want to meet
0: more magicians, Tom. <laughs> I, <don't... laughs> I think you... you might want to rethink that.
2: Yeah, you know what? Now that I think about it, I have met magicians a couple of times. Like, not famous magicians or something, but like, you know, people, you're like at a party or something, and it's like a friend of a friend. It's like, what are you doing? They're like, well, actually, I'm a magician. I walk yeah. away.
0: Yeah, they're odd in, like, unexpected unexpected ways.
2: Yeah, because it's always like, are you a magician? Like, that's your job? That's the only thing you do is you're a magician. (sighs) I find that hard to believe because I don't know you, and I know a lot of magicians. Not personally, but I know of them.
0: If you like the show, you can find out more at TCGTE.com. You can...
2: Order a Segway at tcgte.com slash Amazon and send it to our P.O. box. (laughs) I don't think our P.O. box can accept Segways. If you're like really rich out there and you're like, you know what? I'd like a picture of Tim and Tom on two Segways. That's worth $800 to me. Uh, I don't know. Get in touch.
0: (laughs) Uh, Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete
2: guide. You can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. Uh, And if you like the show, check out patreon.com slash complete guide for our secondary show. Books of podcasts. Last week was a dramatic cancellation of the book Tim was reading. It was too difficult. Tim said he didn't understand a lot of the words. So uh, he he called an audible and switched to a different book.
0: We're now covering "I Am Legend."
2: Yeah, by starring
0: uh, Will Smith.
2: By Richard Matheson, uh, one of my favorite books. So I am I am curious to hear what Tim thinks of it. Maybe oh, my I favorite didn't read book. It. Oh, well, now. Tim, now how are people gonna sign up for the Patreon? We're not gonna be able to pay I'm off just these segues. I'm
0: kidding. I read it. I read the I read half of it. I was supposed to read half of it. I read yes. half of it.
2: All right, good.
0: All right, mother.
2: Uh and reddit.com slash R slash T C D T E for our subreddit.
1: Yeah.
0: And there's a Discord that I don't understand, but yeah. I keep thinking I'll I'll go in there and start chatting people up. Me- people are like talking to each other all day, every day in that thing.
2: Yeah, well that's what it's for, Tim. Yeah, who knew? Yeah, uh, that's a complete guide, our Discord. Uh, Tim, any parting parting words for me, our listeners, and the Segway Corporation?
0: Yeah, Tom, uh, Well, I'm sad that a business is uh, no longer...
2: An American business, a Connecticut an, business. An, an,
0: an, an American business is going under...
2: They were bought um, by Ninebot, uh, which is a... Chinese company in 2015. Ninebot makes a lot of uh, scooters, e-scooters.
0: Okay. Um, And despite the fact that I'm the only host of this show who has had any hands-on experience with the Segway, a legendary Segway tour of Austin in the year 2017, (laughs) um, I'm against Segways, Tom. I think if you should, if you can walk, you should walk.
2: Was that the year we were both in Austin? Yeah, and You son of a, I can't. You did that just to rub it in. It was after I left that you went on a Segway. Tour. Here's the thing: we were in after I'd been begging you to go on a Segway. We were
0: tour. in Austin to do the worst live show we did in our entire lives. Yeah. Um, thanks, special guest Dan Deegan, <laughs> um, and uh, there was a horrible snowstorm in. New York, York. yeah, and so they were canceling flights, and my flight was supposed to be earlier than yours.
2: Oh right, yeah,
0: and my flight got canceled, but yours didn't get canceled, and I did think while you were leaving, you did kind of act like, eh, tough shit, asshole. Good luck." Like, uh, like not very concerned, and so I was like, "I'll show him. I will go on a Segway tour." I will I will achieve his dream.
2: You had a place to stay in Austin. You were not like that like upset about whether you could get out or not.
0: Tom, I was worried I'm a nervous man. I wanted to get home to my uh, my family.
2: <laughs> my sick family. <laughs> they were counting on me. <laughs> All right
0: uh, any last words about the Segway, Tom?
2: <sighs> I'm gonna get a Segway. I'm gonna at least ride a Segway. And I might get a Segway. I wish I lived I gotta move out of the city, Tim, because all I want to do is ride a Segway and fly a drone. And I can't do either of those things in New York yeah. City. I wanna just go live some. I want to go live in a parking lot in the middle of nowhere where I can do all these things without the fear of judgment. All right. We'll see you next week.